Hey everybody, this is Tiffany Rochelle and this is, I guess, one of the benefits of having a podcast. So today is Wisdom Wednesday and I actually posted up a message for for Official Wisdom Wednesday, which was about discipline. But then another thought came to myself, came to me today and I was just going, man, I don't feel like putting on makeup and going on the camera and how do I get this message out in longer than three minutes and I was like wow I have a podcast that's what a podcast is for so um this is just I guess bonus content on the wisdom fountain it's not formal I already told you guys I'm not that but I just have a question and a conversation for you this is what it stemmed from so as you know I I do kingdom focused content as well as working with kingdom focused leadership so right now i want to talk about us as believers and some of the things that we find ourselves in so last night i was watching an old message from farrakhan and for those of you who may not know um, louis farrakhan is the minister from the nation of islam now, I know many believers were like, oh, no, they're Muslim. You can't listen to that. They're wrong. They don't. And I don't know about you, but in my assignment in this world, a great deal of my purpose is in unification and unifying and going beyond the lines of demarcation, going beyond the things that obviously separate us with um and looking into them to understand how the similarities actually unify us so i'm listening to this message that he's speaking and in the audience he had an audience of christians and muslims mixed together and to listen to this man i've I've long liked listening to farrakhan um i like intelligence i like to listen to people who study and speak about what they know, not so much with arrogance, but just sincere understanding. And even if they don't have every, every part of it right, I will respect the amount of time that they took to research, to study, to become more um, informed about it. So anyway, I'm listening to Farrakhan speak, address this audience of Christians and Muslims mixed together. And the message was so beautiful because he broke down um, a lot of the scriptures in the Bible and the understanding of the Bible. And he spoke highly of Jesus and spoke of all the things that um, Christians believed. Then he married it with Muslim ideas and what Muslims believe. And... I didn't realize, even though I had studied um, in school about Muslims and I had I worked with a lot of Muslims, so I like to research and ask questions. I didn't realize how much they actually um, revere Jesus. So I'm listening, and while I didn't necessarily agree with all the ideologies or all the understandings, it was just such a beautiful understanding of our beliefs and it actually strengthened my faith 
for me, I was listening to this message and I was like, wow, this is really pulling up for me why I follow Jesus, why this is my belief. And then I thought how amazing it was that this person took this amount of time to study and understand so that he could speak from a space of intelligence and understanding. And he wasn't condemning Christians. He wasn't bashing them. He was just, you know, he was just pointing out the differences in the two. And as I was listening to him, and I listened to his, what he was speaking for about a good hour, I looked in the audience and my first thought was how many of the Christians in that audience were missing what he was saying because they were busy saying he was wrong in their mind or how many of them were missing the point of the message and missing the unifying part because they were so determined that we were so different and so separate. Yeah, I know somebody's going to hear this and they're not going to like me anymore and they're not going to want to listen to me anymore. And that's fine. I'm not for everybody. But it doesn't change the fact that when I reflected on it today, when I reflected on the message today, what made me the saddest was how many of us as believers don't even know or understand our own beliefs as much as people who are not believers do. We don't understand the depth of our religion or our, 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 our sect of religion as much as people outside who take their time to study it do. What do I mean by that? Well, today I hear a woman talking about an encounter she had with a woman that she didn't know that was obviously a quote unquote Christian. She said she was sitting minding her own business and the woman came up to her and started telling her, you know, asking her if she believed in Jesus. And she said she did. And then she asked her something else. And the woman said, yes, Jesus is a prophet. And she started to talk about you know, the Muslim idea, the idea of who Jesus was. And then the woman turns around and goes, you need to repent and starts attacking her. And so she says she countered the woman with some very simple questions and some very simple things, not even from her own doctrine, not even from an Islamic doctrine. She spoke to the woman from a Christian ideology and the woman had no response for her. She then got upset and proceeded to attack the young woman because she didn't have a response. Why? Because, and some of you again, are not gonna like what I say next. Too many of us are relying on our proximity to Jesus to carry us over versus our knowledge, a true knowledge and understanding of Jesus and God and the, and, and, and the whole Christian faith. So I'm going to say this again, and I'm going to put it in a layman's terms so that, you know, hopefully you'll get it. It's like <laughs> so many of us, I'm sorry, so many of us don't understand the true nature of Jesus. And Christians and many, many believers attack and and speak from 
what they've been taught versus what they know. They speak from what they've heard or what's been pressed down on them, how they've been oppressed in it versus what the actuality of of being a follower, a disciple of Christ is. I don't tell people I'm a Christian. I say I'm a believer. I say I'm a disciple of Christ. I'm very specific with that because I live my life seeking to do as Jesus said, loving people, showing compassion, helping those that are in need, using my gifts to further the, the, the presence of the kingdom, right? I don't, a lot of that in my early years was based on what I was taught. But as I grew older, I had to make a choice for myself. And I chose relationship over any doctrine. Over any doctrine, I choose relationship and purpose of what my, my personal purpose is. So going back to the, the example that I wanted to use, too many of us, again, rely on proximity versus actual knowledge and understanding. It's like if Jay-Z was your dad, and you don't have to like Jay-Z to understand what I'm talking about. Jay-Z is a billionaire. He's got multiple businesses. He's got multiple talents. He knows a thing or two. And he's world renowned. So everybody knows Jay-Z to a degree. Like I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing and I'm, you know, extended. But we know who Jay-Z is. It's like if Jay-Z was your father, but you never sat down to say, teach me how to, to do music. Teach me how to rap. Teach me how to work in the, in the um, music industry. Hey, you have businesses. Show me what your businesses are. It's like never sitting down with our father, Jay-Z, and learning truly who he is, what he does. But every time we go outside, we're saying, hey, my dad's Jay-Z. Hey, my dad's Jay-Z. And we are relying on our proximity to him to feed our ego and to get us respect and for people to listen to us or be or be fearful or mindful of us versus actually having a relationship with him and then when somebody who truly admires jay-z has taken time to study him to study his tactics to study how he moves about in this world and they come to us and jay-z is our father right and they say hey did you know this or this is what Jay-Z has said? And then we scream, he's my daddy and not yours as a defense because we don't know what they're talking about because we ourselves didn't take time. Even though we had access, even though we claimed to know and to be in the light of this and we did not ourselves take time to benefit and to learn from who we are under who's our father. I hope that made sense. I know it might have been a little sketchy, but I just wanted to put it in a day-to-day -day term. Like literally, we as believers have to stop relying on proximity. And then, and then the second part is not just relying on proximity, but letting go of the idea that everything about what we say is right, because it's not. Newsflash, it's not. There's so many different conversations in Christianity and, and a good portion of them are not correct. They are doctrines that are presented by a particular culture of a church, 
a particular sect of a church, but the ideas of the man of, of one particular church. All of those and, in, and some more in between. So we have to start to actually turn around and start to implement discipleship. What is discipleship? Jesus said, follow me. Do what I do. You didn't see Jesus out on the street bashing people, telling them, oh, you got it wrong. He loved them. He unified them. He spoke kindness to them. He spoke the highest to them. He did not make them feel as if because they didn't follow him, they were trash. He listened and he adopted his language so that they could listen to him. So Christians, we got to do better. Believers, we have to do better. If you in fact say you are a follower of Christ, I'm going to ask you, where's your unification abilities? How are you unifying? How are you exemplifying? How are you modeling this love and compassion? And no, it's not just, oh, kumbaya, everybody can do everything. That's not it. That's not what I'm talking about. Because there's some things that have to be straightened up and corrected. But if we are in a space where we're looking to win people with love and understanding, you got to be loving and understanding for it to work. Stop attacking people. Stop waiting to interject how, how wrong people are. Learn to listen and love in spite of difference. I can appreciate a Louis Farrakhan. I can appreciate an atheist, a Buddhist. I can appreciate any person and their beliefs because I understand they got them from somewhere. And by me screaming at them that they need to repent or turn around and do what I'm doing is not the way to win them. So the next time, if you're a believer and you see somebody that you feel that you want to save their soul or you want, you're worried about their salvation, before you can deal with their salvation, you have to deal with their humanity. Start out by saying, hi, how are you? And then listening intently and caring about what their response is versus listening to interject Jesus. Because that ain't the way he would have done it. So that's it. I said, this is just a quick muse that I had. I hope that if you're listening to this, that you're able to reflect on it and hear it and, and consider it. You don't have to agree with it. Just consider it. Wisdom considers. So that's it for this quick, impromptu wisdom fountain. Until the next time, this is Tiffany Rochelle. Be wise.